Welcome to another five minute flip. What is up? Flip upon am I? Welcome to your five minute flip for September the 10th, 2022. It is a great day. It is a beautiful day. It is an amazing day. Here's why. For many reasons. Number one, you're getting a five minute flip two days in a row. Wow. I don't think that's ever happened in the history of five minute flips. And I'm in stereo. Can you hear me out of your left and your right speakers if you're wearing heads a headset? I'm in both. Yeah, yesterday's five-minute flip, I was only in the left. That was really fun. So I fixed. All sound problems are now fixed on the flip side. It only took us a 1,000 episodes to figure out all of the sound issues I was having. All right, so talked about God is slow yesterday. And I, a couple follow-up thoughts to that. I, I listened to the episode and was like, man, there's a couple things I meant to say and I didn't say. So one, real quick, um, with the planting of the seeds, the farmer analogy, the gardener analogy, God is really slow. And and I talked about planting the seed, the cucumber seed, and then running outside the next day expecting there to be a harvest and, and being kind of frustrated and mad at God that it wasn't there. And, and, and one thing that's really important, one big encouragement in all this is everything that God is doing underneath the surface, underneath the ground, the root systems that are being, the root systems that are, that are, that are growing that we don't get to see is immense and significant. So whatever you're praying for, whatever ministry you're working on, God is active under the ground in the root system, and it's just not stuff that we get to see, but it is happening. And then there, then uh, things break through the surface, but those things didn't break through the surface overnight. They, they were developed over time under the root surface, let alone how cool the underground world is. If you think about all of the, the mole tunnels and the worms and the bugs and, and little critters living underground, I mean, I don't know. It's that's really fascinating to me. So it's just that's that's encouraging to think about that God is doing a ton of stuff underneath the surface that we don't see. Uh, the second one, the second piece was about the lifetime idea. So I talked about Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, and I made this really cold statement. Uh, you know, he told him in Jeremiah twenty nine ten, "Hey, you're going to be in exile for seventy years." And then I'm going to prosper you. Uh, and then I'm going to listen to your prayers. That's 10, 11, and 12. And so really 10 and 12 are really bleak, like really depressing. It's, it, he's saying, I'm not going to prosper you for 70 years. And I'm not going to hear your prayer. It's, it, it's kind of felt that way in verse 12 for 70 years. And so this idea that God is slow. And, and so I had said, he basically was saying, you're, you're all going to be dead by the time, you know, my plans to, to, to not harm you and my plans to, to prosper you come about. And while that is true, that's what he was saying, 70 years. I mean, everyone listening to that message, everyone who heard verse Jeremiah 20 and 11, everyone would be dead. Everyone that heard that would be dead by the time, and besides like a one-year-old or something, right? Um, but by the time that the, uh, the promise came to fruition of coming back to uh, the promised land. Um, but it's this reminder that, and this is what I meant about the whole course of redemptive history. It's this, it's this reminder that God's plans to redeem the world, to save the world, they last longer than your lifetime. 
right? And, and, and so we really think that God's whole plan revolves around us. And I get it. I mean, we're a very individualistic culture, and that's what sells books. Honestly, that those are the sermons we like. And, and it's just not true. God's plan does not revolve around me and my life and my lifetime. It does not revolve around you and your life and your lifetime. His plan to redeem the world, it spans generations. I mean, it, plans, it spans centuries. It spans millennia. And we're on his team, right? We're we're on his team, and man, we I, I, we got to find peace in that. I think as 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 we look at the suffering in the world, as we look at these prayer requests that aren't being answered, as we look at you know fledgling ministries trying to, I mean, churches die every day, right? That's sad. Right? I mean, it's sad. I I, I don't want to be a part of a, the closing of a church, a church death, but that's part. There, there's a life cycle to things, and God's plan outlasts our life cycle. Uh, his, his life cycle outlasts our life cycle. And so take that as an encouragement. Find peace in that when you don't see the results that you're hoping for in your in your prayer. As you're like, man, God's going really slow. Yeah, his, his plan, you see that in Scripture as you look at, at these the 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 long story of the old testament and the exile you know it's a great example of that that the people that went into exile daniel his friends they weren't not the ones who got to go back to jerusalem they died and it took 70 years and god's still faithful he's faithful to those those promises but over the long course of time and there are times when he 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 quickly does a miracle and interrupts that that long pattern but the pattern is the is is that it is that he's slow the pattern is not that he's fast uh the fast is the interruption the the exception to the rule one last thing when they came back to the promised land that's ezra nehemiah we need to be really clear because it's it struck me in verse jeremiah 29 11 which again i don't have in front of me but this uh i i should i really should if i was better prepared i'm sorry i'll try to pull it up um but this idea that I, I have plans to prosper you, you know, not to harm you, to give you a hope and a future that we, and again, five minute flip doesn't have the context for this. So back here, I did just pull it up. Verse 10, he says, I will come to you and fulfill my good promise to bring you back to this place. And there was this, again, the promise to Abraham of this prom, of the land, the promised land and, um, and that covenant. And, but but when we even when we hear that promise in Jeremiah 29 to the exiles that lost all that, they lost everything, they thought God had abandoned them, and he said, no, I'm going to bring you back. We need to understand that, that Israel in Jerusalem never returned to its former glory. So the reason that David is such an exalted king in Israel is because he was uh, Saul, David, Solomon. That's called the United Kingdom. Those were the only three kings that actually ruled over all 12 tribes. Those are the only three kings that had peace during their reigns. And after that, the, 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 you know, the 12 tribes broke up into 10 and 2, and there was constant wars, and Israel really got their, and Judah got their butts kicked by these other you know, surrounding nations, and eventually they lost their land because of their idolatry. And their rebellion against God. And so um, what I'm saying is 
even when God fulfilled this promise of the prospering, it never was like the prospering that they had experienced prior to that. They never uh, became a world power. They they never had their own government again. And there was a season with the Maccabees. Uh, um, I can't remember his name. Uh, Matthias, Judas, Matthias. I, I'm sorry, I'm my ancient Near East class that I took. I have not I have not studied my flashcards. Um, but during the Maccabean period. Um, and that's in the Apocrypha. There's a season where they, they there was a, a Jewish revolt in, in, a, in a war, and they had a very brief season of, of independence. But my point is it was never, ever like it was under David. And and to this day, to this day, uh, you know, and, and I'm not getting into the, the modern-day, you know, Palestinian-Israel conflict and the different sides on that. Uh, my point to this is God is slow and this idea that this verse means we're going to experience this incredible prosperity if we're Christians, it never even meant that to the people he gave this promise to. This for sure is a promise within the old covenant about this land, that he, the promise to Abraham and the promise to Moses, which is not a promise to Christians today. That was a promise to Jews in the Old Testament. Uh, and we, we could argue if that promise is even still active uh, because of the Old Testament, the Old Covenant, I'm sorry, being obsolete. And now I'm getting on to a, that's a Jeremiah uh, uh, verse, uh, 31, um, and into Hebrews, the book of Hebrews. But I'm on a big rabbit trail now. Coming back, come back to me. Uh, God is slow, five-minute flip. My point is that God is slow, and we need to get this idea out of our heads that even a verse like this means we're going to have this prosperity and it's going to be fast. Uh, they... God fulfilled this promise. They got to go back to the land. Nehemiah got to start rebuilding the temple and the wall. And trust me, it paled in comparison to the original. It, was, uh, it, it wasn't until Herod, the pagan, came along, uh, the, the really jacked up Herod came along and, and renovated the temple that it gave it. Uh, that was the temple that Jesus was in. Uh, but, but what can we, let, let's land this plane on, on God is slow part two today. Um, The externals don't always look the way we want. The externals don't always look the way we want. God is still at work. What he did with Ezra and Nehemiah, what he did with Daniel and the exile, it was all leading to Jesus. God was still at work to redeem the world. And he's still to this day at work redeeming the world. And the externals look different than we want them to look and different uh, than we expect them to look. Uh, but our job is to be faithful. Our job is to plant the seeds, water the seeds, and to be faithful and to to rest in God and his faithfulness to bring forth fruit. So that wraps up your five-minute flip for September 10th. We will see you next time on the flip side. Thanks for listening to this five-minute flip. Subscribe for more flips and long-form episodes of the flip side. Visit www.patreon.com slash Noah to support and get sweet flip side swag.